What's going on, everybody? It's Kevin Sampson, and I am so excited because I'm going to bring you the first ever Picture Lock After Show. And within this, uh, I'm going to be talking with one of the guests that I had on the show. Uh, this week, it's Julia Camera. She is the writer, director, producer for In Transit. So uh, this is the conversation that we had right after the interview with her. And what I want this segment to do is really focus on PR and marketing. And I felt like with the regular show, I just wasn't tapping into useful information that you can use as a practitioner, as a filmmaker, as a producer, as a screenwriter uh, with your marketing. And so for Picture Lock PR, um, as you all know, I have the course. I wanted to make sure that I was actually giving you some kind of tangible value. So I really appreciate Julia just being the guinea pig in terms of the first episode. I've actually streamlined my questions, so it's three questions now, and you'll see it's a lot tighter in the future. However, you got to start somewhere. I'm so grateful for her um, sticking around, answering some questions. You'll see we had a good time as uh, she sat down on my uh, filmmaking <laughs> Sigmund Freud couch, I guess. Uh, but anyways, uh, I hope you enjoy this picture lock after show with Julia Cameron. All right, guys. So now you're listening to the after show uh, with picture lock PR. And um, I'm talking with the writer, director, producer of In Transit, Julia Camera. Julia, thanks for sticking around. You're welcome. Very <laughs> excited. I just want to kind of look at... Uh, the indie filmmaking world as it pertains to public relations, engaging the public in our films, as well as marketing the film. So the first question I kind of wanted to ask you just to kind of break the ice is, you know, how have you engaged the public within transit um, thus far? And was it something that you thought about in pre-production or is it one of those things that's kind of like ah scramble it's out now let's get it together uh i think we're more in the scramble category <laughs> uh because you know it, it even though we shot the film like very quickly uh in you know most of it was shot in one day i had a few other shooting dates spread out here and there but it took us, uh, and I, when I say us, um, my producing partner and I, who's also my husband, uh, Tim Aldridge, were the, the two people that have made this film happen, uh, you, you know, even though there's so many other people that collaborated. Uh, but it took us like almost three years to really complete all the post-production steps. And I started submitting it to festivals, even though we didn't have all the elements in place yet mostly because I needed that hard deadline for all of us, all, all of us, uh, you know, my post-production people, myself and Tim, like we all needed that hard deadline of like, we need to finish this film. Otherwise it's going to be four years before we finish it or five or six. I right. Um, so I was so focused on like complete post-production. Uh, and I learned throughout the process that like, it's a lot harder to do that on a feature than, than a short which I've done quite a few. So I felt like, oh, you know, if I can do that for a film that's 19 minutes, I can do the same thing for a film that's 76. And it's like, it's not the same thing. And, and like, no, in no way is it the same thing. It's so much, there's so much more work that goes into um, doing something so much longer. So it, it, I am scrambling now. I, I feel like I'm running against the clock because we have the, the, 
the deadline for the um, the festival screening. So yeah, I could definitely. Um, I think next time I will plan accordingly for, you know, engaging and building an audience and all that stuff. Yeah, no, and I appreciate your openness and honesty because uh, I think that's one of the things that I find a lot is that, um, you know, as filmmakers, I think, um, and creatives more so, we're more into the creation process. And, I mean, that part in and of itself, like making a film, that's hard enough as is. Um, But then business-wise, I feel like PR and marketing for your film is a part of that business strategy that um, you know we have to think about in uh, pre-production, just like you know we're break when we're breaking down a script and you know starting to come up with the schedule and things like that. But you know, for for your film, it's such a it's such a cool and unique, uh, and in some ways, experiment in the fact that you know most of the dialogue is is improvised, and um, you know the story that you're trying to tell. So. I kind of wonder, you know, just in terms of like your actors and how are you, how are they also like kind of coming into telling the story of the film? Because, you know, I think for them, like it has to be either A, like, and hopefully this is not the case, but like they absolutely hated the experience or B, like they absolutely loved the experience. So like they have to be talking about it, I would assume uh, as well. Right. Uh, I think they, um, I, I hope that they love the experience <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, uh, it's, it's very unique. I don't think any of them have done anything like this before or since, you know, I don't know that there are a lot of filmmakers out there uh, wanting to make a film quite under the same premise. Um, and I don't blame them, you know, as much as I love doing this, I don't feel like I can sustain this as a filmmaking model for, yeah. for, <laughs> you know, my, my next projects. Uh, and it is experimental and I am learning that like not every festival wants to, you know, play with us and run this experiment. Um, but I hope that they, that it was a unique enough situation that they are, pushing and talking about it and promoting themselves. I think one thing that I have working against me is that it's been so long uh, since we shot that, you know, in a lot of ways, a lot of them have moved on and have done other things and they're not necessarily, um, this is not necessarily a huge priority for them like it is for us, the filmmakers. Right, right. I, I feel like I've ran into this issue too because it takes us, you know, we live in a world of instant gratification and it takes independent filmmakers a significant amount of time to get something completed and ready to promote that sometimes actors move on and they're like in a different stage of their lives or they're doing other stuff or, you know, or in some ways sometimes they might be promoting the film that's like kind of out like right now that, you know, uh, might've been a little more recent. Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. It's like, Oh, it's been so long, you know? Um, that that is a I feel like that is a struggle too because in a lot of ways like we've all evolved a little bit in, in the three years that have passed right since we shot the film and that's why I look at it and I'm like some of the filmmaking choices I made I wouldn't have made today but then again 
but I feel that's, like that's the nature of creative work, right? Yeah, exactly. It's life. It's life. But you know, I think that I think that's really interesting. That's one of the things that um, I definitely think um, a- along the way, like from if you can, from the beginning, from the moment that like your actors come on um, from the audition, you know, and you, you kind of cast like just bigging them up so that like they feel as much a part of the project where it's like it's their baby so that even three years later they're like oh but this was like an awesome project that I worked on and you know still kind of keeping in contact with. I think one question that uh, I wanted to ask is uh, to festival circuit or not festival circuit? That's the question (laughs) because um, you know, I think that there are certain films that, you know, it might go straight to streaming, straight to DVD, things like that. But do you find um, that the festival circuit is an important thing? Um, and I know for In Transit, like this is the, you're going to be going to like your first film festival, but maybe for films that you worked on in the past in terms of like uh, occupants, do you feel like the festival circuit is an important stop for indie filmmakers? So with Occupants, I mean, we've played now in over a hundred festivals, which is amazing. And it does mean that a lot of people have heard about our film that maybe necessarily wouldn't have. Um, And I think for that particular film, too, I think there's also there's the genre gap a little bit, you know, in transit is a drama. So I'm learning the hard way that a, I have a lot of contacts in like the sci-fi horror thriller world, <laughs> right? but a drama is a little bit harder. Like drama doesn't have its own like little home that you can necessarily knock on doors and go like, Hey, would you like to watch my drama film? Uh, you know, even though a lot of people still think of horror as, like, the bastard child of, of the genres, you know. Right, right. Like, like, people either love it or hate it. Uh, horror always finds its home. Like, genre always finds its home. Drama is a little bit harder. Like, they expect you to be, you know, a respectable celebrity-level filmmaker to really be ma- be able to make a drama that people will take seriously. Um so I'm learning that. I don't know, you know, with a film like ours, I it has yet to be seen whether or not In Transit will benefit from a, from a long festival run. Although I am planning a shorter festival run than 100 film festivals. That's quite a lot. Like, kudos to Russ <laughs> for pushing it this hard. Yeah. But I do not foresee In Transit playing in 100 festivals, nor do I have the stamina to, to keep it going. Because there's that, too. Like, In Transit came out over uh, three years ago. Yeah, when we were sh- uh, occupants. When we were shooting In Transit, occupants was already, like, coming out. Um, mm. And it's still going. And that's why I'm like, I don't think I can then be doing this for the next three years right 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 well, that's a, transit. yeah and that's definitely like a lot of film festival submission fees right there too um and uh, yeah we, i mean that's thousands of dollars in submission fees there's that there's that too yeah right so right. i think like for in transit i had always planned to kind of do a like a, a straight to streaming uh model but um as the film became complete and I, I sort of shifted the uh, the goal a little bit to play at least a couple of film festivals. Um, that's why we have this one screening coming up. But I really only want to do a few more because we do live in a world where uh, I think it's hard enough to get out and see like a big blockbuster in the film, let alone in, in the theaters. 
let alone a small indie film. Um, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I think, I think we live, we all live in a world now where we'd rather watch things at the comfort of our own homes than, than, you know, get out there and go sit in a physical theater and watch something. So, um, but I do want to have a few of those like big screenings with the general public, mostly to see uh, what their reactions are like. Um, but I, I don't think I want to do a whole lot for in transit. Uh, but for the filmmaker out there, is it worth it? I think if you have genre, you're going to be very well received. Uh, genre films like have their own home. Um, like if you go to Film Freeway, they have a whole section of only like horror film festival. There's an entire section of that. There's mm -hmm. hundreds of festivals that are only for horror. Um, and I think also comedy, like if you have a comedy that's really laugh out loud comedy, you should probably play as many festivals as we can, as you can, because there are a lot of festivals that embrace comedy. I think when you, when you start going towards like the drama and like the experimental and the more like not mainstream project, like what, what I have, um, I don't know, maybe really target only a couple of festivals that fit what you think your film is and go from there. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. Uh, and that's what I say as well is you got to know, it's like, you got to know yourself. You got to know your film because honestly, um, as film festival directors, we, we like to say is that, um, there is, there, there may not be like a film festival for every film, but there is like a film festival for your film. And so it's just a matter of kind of finding what or knowing what your film is about and then looking for festivals that are looking for your film. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you just uh, giving me a little extra time. I think last question would be, you know, what's the one thing you wish you could tell yourself um, you know, when you started shooting in transit uh, in regard to PR and marketing the film that either a, you need to do this or keep doing this. Oof. That's, um, I think, okay. Because I basically had about a month to kind of reach out to like as many reviewers and different sites and, and people that may want to talk about our film, like I only had about a month between, I mean, I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, but bef because this time around, I only had a month between like having the screening date and starting this process. Um, if I could go back in time, I would have uh, finished the film and then started submitting to festivals and maybe finished the film and started getting reviews in and then done the film fest. I think yeah, I think maybe if I had built in more time um, in between our premiere and getting more reviews and more talk and more buzz uh, in different sites, because it does feel like I'm counter-engineering things now, where I, if I had more time, I wouldn't have needed to, I think. Mm, I want to tap into that. Like, what it, are you saying, like, um, to have more time to build public awareness and, you know, oh, this film is out and people kind of hearing about it? Or is it, like, what, what exactly are you 
um, kind of reverse engineering? Uh, well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like you finish your film. I think a lot of us filmmakers, it's like we finish the film and then we start submitting to festivals. And then we start thinking about like, okay, people need to hear about my film. I think like finish the film, work on the PR strategy, and then submit to festivals. So there's like a little bit of a buffer and people are kind of already talking about your film mm -hmm. before even getting to a festival. But I think what, what goes into that is that fear of like, well, what if I get into no festivals? <laughs> you know? I think we all have that fear. Mm -hmm. You will get into a festival. There's so many, there's thousands of festivals out there. You will get in somewhere. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now, this is almost like a therapy session. Like I'm, I'm discovering why I did it the way I did it. It's like, I needed the certainty that somebody wants to see my film. Okay. It's in a festival. All right. Now I can get reviews because it means it doesn't fully suck. Right, 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 right. But you know, what? I appreciate you sitting on my couch and being honest <laughs> because, because I think that, that, that's so true is that, um, a lot of times, I mean, like Erica Badu said, like, I'm an artist, so I'm serious about my ish, you know, like, uh, don't talk about, you know, I, you don't want someone to call your baby ugly, right? right. And, <laughs> and so that, that makes sense. Um, but that's so, that's great. Uh, I think that's great value and advice for folks that are listening to, to say, hey, we, we, we should think about PR, we should think about the marketing for our film ahead of time so that, like, you know, we're not, like, scrambling or um, kind of, because what I try to teach in the course is that um, rather than like riding the wave of, you know, uh, the buzz, you can actually start to create the wave. And that way, like you created the wave and you're able to ride it much longer than like, okay, now you played at three festivals and you got some great reviews. Um, and now you're kind of riding on that wave, but it's like, hey, let me go ahead and reach out to, you know, uh, X um, film review site or, you know, the Miami Herald or whatever ahead of time um, because you never know who might just come to that film festival or who might say, yeah, I want to check out the film. Send me a screening link. So Julia Camera, writer, director, producer of In Transit, thanks again for sitting on the couch. <laughs> talking. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's been it's been great. I had epiphanies. I've had <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> what if you could have a film critic, film festival director, film publicist, and fellow filmmaker guide you with your film's PR and marketing journey from pre-production to post? I'm Kevin Sampson and my online course PR for the Indie Filmmaker does just that. In this course, I'm going to teach you how to set up your film to engage an audience and build a community long before you call action. I'll show you how to approach critics to make them aware of your film like publicists do. And as a director of two film festivals, I won't just teach you hacks and secrets to reduce entry fees, but how you can use the festival circuit to create buzz around your film. I'm a huge supporter of diverse storytelling and film, and I believe the most unique voices come from indie filmmakers. That's who I've supported over the years with my show, Picture Lock, whether on TV or on radio. With as much experience as I've had as an independent filmmaker myself, critic, publicist, and festival director, 
I realized that most indie filmmakers just need access to the knowledge that big firms provide to achieve success. So in this course, I'm going to demystify some of the process and give you everything I know in a behind the scenes look at the sides of the business you don't always see. So if you're an indie filmmaker that's looking to change the game with your films, PR and marketing, make sure you check out PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Head on over to PRForTheIndieFilmmaker.com and get a free preview of the course, PR for the Indie Filmmaker. Get your film seen, build community, and become an army of one.